is Wisdom on Wednesdays with Steve Temple and Jessica Green from Pinnacle Investment Advisors. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Steve and Jessica provide their clients and prospects the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here's Wisdom on Wednesdays with Steve Temple and Jessica Green. Hello, folks. My name is Steve Temple, and with me is Jessica Green, the office manager for Pinnacle Investment Advisors. And thanks for tuning in to Wisdom on Wednesdays, where we deliver financial information when it matters most, creating that wow experience. And also, we got to say welcome back to Jess. You know what? I got an email last week, and one of our listeners was saying, "Where's Jessica?" <laughs> I guess they like hearing you. I'm still here. Well, heck yeah, I know. But with our schedule, my schedule, travel schedule, it's been like we've been to like two ships passing in the night. So it's really, really it's fun crazy. to have you back today. You. you know, regular listeners on our show, you know, we talk a lot about the importance of working with a financial service professional. No matter what you're doing in your career or your financial life, a financial services professional might be able to help take you know some of the complexity out of the plan and actually help design a more robust financial plan. And especially when you're looking ahead in your career, you know maybe even looking toward retirement, what that looks like. And I think the key is just putting together something that you know, you've got more confidence in. Mm-hmm. With that said, I. I recognized uh, choosing a financial professional, boy, it can be really a daunting task. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of them out there, but never fear. You know, we got 10 questions here that can help determine, is that professional working in your best interest? I picked this up off of Investopedia, and I thought this was a really good article that we yeah. could share with our listeners today. Yeah, 10 questions to ask your financial advisor about retirement. The article explains a good place to start is make a list of financial services that you want or need, whether it's retirement income, college planning, budgeting, insurance, things like that. Make your list and then start looking toward a financial advisor. Yeah, it also says from there, you can get on the internet and start researching financial professionals who live in your area. You can check out their website. Is it polished and professional? Does it give you an idea of who they are and who their team is? And also, how about their social media? You know, and finally, once you've kind of got the list together and you're ready to choose a few of those you want to meet, go into the office or you know, maybe hop on a video call and ask them these 10 critical questions. Yeah. So the first recommended question, what do you like about your job, is both very simple and it's powerful. After all, why would you want to trust your money and your future? To someone who isn't passionate about their work. You know, it's interesting. Uh, you brought that up. You know, we created a video series, what, last year? Mm-hmm. Five parts. Yeah. And I know one of the topics was, I'm sharing a video, what I find most rewarding about my career. Yeah. Yeah. And, there, and there's four other ones that really get into a deep dive on, you know, a little bit of our philosophies and what, what we really do to serve people. Yeah. The right financial services, uh, services professional is one who gets excited and animated when, they, when they're talking about budgets, paying down debt, healthcare costs, insurances, wealth management, you name it. Make sure they're making eye contact, smiling and gesturing during your conversations. And I'd be leery of someone who's slumping and not paying attention <laughs> or perhaps worst of all, staring at their phone. Exactly, yeah. Steve, I know when Nathaniel and I first met you, um, I feel like you checked off, checked off all these. You, 
you talked with us, you, you were interested, me being the female in the relationship, you asked me questions. And so here I am today working with you, helping our clients uh, get the same quality care that my husband and I have. That's way cool. Yeah. You've, so been, the, a, you've been a great asset to you. You know, the last Thanks. couple of years. And the next important question you should ask, which services do you provide to your clients? This is an absolutely essential nuts and bolts question. Obviously, you're going to want to work with someone who can meet your varied needs and your expectations. You know, for most folks, a financial professional needs to be ready to handle a handful of things, yeah. right? Yeah. They need to help you determine how much you're going to need in retirement and really how best to achieve it. Yeah. Uh, help you find income earning tools that both match your needs and your risk tolerance, okay? Yeah. How to manage your expenses today and in retirement. So that's one thing we do. We what are your expenses? What are they going to be in retirement? We got to make sure we have all those things covered. Yeah. Explore other options for managing potential long-term care costs. I mean, Jessica, come on. People are living longer. That's the good news. Yeah. Bad news is they're living longer, <laughs> right? Um, and also, you know, listen, with everything going on right now with our spending, taxes are going up. So yeah. we need to develop also a very tax advantageous strategy that will help you know, reduce and minimize taxes in the future. Yeah, that's a great perspective. Yeah, and the article notes, your next question should be, what are your qualifications? Such as how many years have you been in the financial service industry? And how do you stay up to date with all the current changes? You know, Jess, that's another valid point. And as you know, we've taken strategic steps to build what I call my dream team. Yeah. You know, we've got accountants, you know, because again, I'm, I'm really good at what I do, but I'm not an attorney, I'm not a tax advisor. Right. So we, we've added a great team of professionals. You know, we've got two case managers, six financial, uh, certified financial planners on our strategic team. Mm -hmm. So we, we've got the resources, and I think people need to be looking for that because not one person can solve it all. Right. And, but there's still people think that they can, right. and I think that's very misleading. It's a team effort. Yes. The next question from the article is, are you a fiduciary? In its simplest terms, fiduciary duty is a legal term. That means your financial service professional is duty-bound to act in your best interest. Essentially, this means they will steer you toward financial tools that work best for you. You know, this article, it, <coughs> excuse me, it, it obviously you know, covers a very important caveat here. You know, fee-based financial services professionals you know, are more inclined to provide that fiduciary duty, maybe opposed to someone who is, you know, commission based. Okay. Yeah. The next question that people need to ask, how are you compensated? You like Steve, how do you get paid? Right. right. And, and don't be afraid to ask that question. Right. Um, you know, I think it's just important to, for the consumer to know how are you going to be compensated for the work that you're going to do for them. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, you know, you may recall, Jessica, when you all came in, we were very openly and transparent about how we're compensated. Right. In fact, you know, when we got to what the second or third meeting, I laid down, you know, one page that this was an outline of our fees. Right. And then you all kind of picked and choose what services you felt were in your best interest. Right. Okay. Yep. And the clients love that because it's yep. very transparent. Yeah. Again, it's most important to point out, you know, that the solution is in the best interest of the client. Mm -hmm. One way you know this is did the advisor investigate multiple solutions and then share those with you and then do a comparison of uh, maybe what would be maybe the best best solution for you? Yeah. Yeah. So you have a hand in it. I like that. Yes. The next question the article suggests is, does your firm hold my money and investments? I'm reading that a financial service professional shouldn't directly come into contact with your investments. Instead, they should 
contract with a reputable custodian, which could either be a third party or owned by their firm. You know, another great point. A great example of this was Bernie Madoff. Mm -hmm. You know, he created an investment firm, uh, and directly above his floor was the firm that that maintained all the record keeping. And, and, And yes, it was later determined that he had his hand involved in that entity as well. And, you know, in my 26 year career, I've seen a lot of things like that happen, yeah. and it's usually because the advisor does have some sort of a link to the what they refer to as a custodian, and that's how the money gets embezzled. You know, uh, with us, we work with a third-party custodian. You know, it's TD Ameritrade. Yeah, that's who that's who holds the client's money. I'm just and myself and my investment team. We're just acting as you know, like the quarterbacks right. and helping choose the right portfolio. You know, something just a little bit about Ameritrade. Um, they started in 1971 a- as Ameritrade. In 2006, they merged and purchased TD Waterhouse. And that's when they became TD Ameritrade. Hmm. And then in 2020, Charles Schwab Corporation and TD Ameritrade merged. So we have a very credible yeah. entity that we work with that's a custodian, Good you know, foundation. for the firm. You know, the other thing is, is what's your investment philosophy? This is the next question you should ask a potential advisor. This is a fairly basic question, and the financial service advisor should be able to answer it without breaking a sweat, okay? (laughs) Yeah, their answer should touch on the mechanics behind their strategies and how the strategy is going to be able to devise a plan that's going to help them meet their various financial objectives. Right. Another question to ask, how often should we meet? And how do I have access to my accounts? On past shows, we've talked about how a lack of uh, consistent communications is often one of the, the biggest complaints that people have about their financial service profession. Absolutely. And you know, the next question is, what, and you've heard a lot of folks ask me this, and, I, yeah. and, and if they don't ask, I'll point it out to them. What happens to my money if something happens to me? Sure. That's a legit It's a very legit question. I mean, and I tell people, you know, I'm I'm not going to retire. I love what I do. Mm -hmm. Uh, People count on me to help them continue to meet their goals. Right. And you love what you do, you know, you don't retire. Right. It's not a job. I may slow down one day. (laughs) I may slow down one day, but I'm not going to retire. Yeah. You know, Jessica, the next question is, what happens if something happens to you, Steve? What happens to my money? Mm -hmm. And you know, this is a great question. And any potential advisor you're potentially working with, they should be able to walk you through a well-developed exit plan that'll kick in in the event something happens to you. Yeah, yeah, we've had that question asked a lot. And I know that in our operations manual, you have a comprehensive document that addresses this concern. In fact, it lays out a plan so the clients, they don't miss a beat. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, the final question today, is there anything I forgot to ask you, right? <laughs> um, it's uh, That's important because there's a lot of things yeah. that we're going to be covering and I don't ever assume anything. So yeah, as we get, if we just start wrapping up, is there something else I forgot to ask you? I think that's pretty important as we start devising a plan that's going to be really, you know, working in their best interest. Yep. Well, folks, that's all the time we have today. I certainly hope you've enjoyed this show. Mm-hmm. Visit PinnacleInvestmentAdvisors.com and click on the link for the podcast. Also, if you have any uh, any more questions or you want any more information on this topic today, please feel free to give us a call. Our phone number is 937-667-6500. We'd love to set up an in-person meeting or a Zoom meeting or just answer any questions you have. That's all for today. We hope you have a good week and we'll see you next time. See you next time. Thank you for listening to Wisdom on Wednesdays. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. 
For more information, please contact Steve Temple or Jessica Green from Pinnacle Investment Advisors. Call 937-667-6500 or visit them online at PinnacleInvestmentAdvisors.com. Advisory services are offered through Pinnacle Investment Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Ohio. Insurance services are offered through Temple Financial Solutions, an affiliated company. Steve Temple, Jessica Green, and Pinnacle Investment Advisors are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.